Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. We left you on the cliff yesterday, and I want to get you off. I want to dive off and parachute down with a great truth from God's Word. Look at uh, Jeremiah chapter 24. We talked about the two baskets of figs that were in front of the temple of the Lord. And I can't believe I didn't mention that part of it yesterday, but they're in front of the temple of the Lord. And what's important about that is, remember, God chose, the best thing about Israel wasn't Israel, it's the fact that it's the, the God of Israel, the fact that God chose to dwell among them. And the place where God dwelt was the temple. And the, the people were so cocky, they were so confident of themselves that they thought the temple will never be destroyed. God would never allow that to happen. We, we, we have this. They took it for granted, much like Eli said years before about the tabernacle, about the Ark of the Covenant, it will save us. They had objectified God. They had objectified the relationship with God. I think sometimes we're guilty of the same thing. And so these figs are in front of the temple, almost ominously as if to say that things are a lot worse than you think they are. And indeed, we'll see that today. So look at Jeremiah chapter 24 and verse number four. Jeremiah, what do you see? I see good figs. I see bad figs. Verse number four, again, the word of the Lord came unto me. So God is showing him something, and now God is telling him something. So look at verse number five. What is God telling him? Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm listening to this message that Jeremiah is preaching, and I'm aware of all the circumstances that have just recently transpired where a foreign entity has come in and manhandled my people and has taken some of them hostage. Ezekiel was among them, by the way. And these, these craftsmen and these, these skilled workers and this large part of the population of people and I wouldn't look at that as a good thing. Like people have been stolen. People have been taken as prisoners of war. And yet God says, okay, let's talk about this good basket. This good basket of figs represents the people that have been taken captive. Not the people that, that stayed home, not the people that escaped captivity, but the people that went into captivity. What am I saying? I'm saying that God sees situations much differently than we do. Now, first of all, we know that God's the orchestrator of the situation. We know that. We've been studying this for, for chapters now. We know that this is not the Chaldeans' power. This is not Nebuchadnezzar's might. This is what God is allowing. You know, God is the one that is the mover and the shaker and allowing this. And so God is saying, listen, you might not see this, 
From your limited human perspective, you might not get this, but the people that are actually better off are the people that were taken captive, not the people that escaped this prisoner of war status. How? How could that possibly be true? Well, think of it. The people that were taken captive, now they have to think about God. Do you know that in the land of captivity, the people no longer worship those false gods? No, now they centralized around the, the book. If you want to read interesting history, read about what happened to the Jews when they went to captivity and made them people of the book, the Torah. They really focused upon uh, the, the law and the prophets. You know, what, what the prophets were, what the prophets said, the true prophets like Ezekiel, like Jeremiah, like, uh, like, like Daniel, even the former prophets like, like Isaiah, and what the law said, uh, the first five books of the Bible. They became people of the book, and they also began to meet even in captivity. They couldn't go to the temple. The temple is no longer available to them. But what do they do now? They, they find a meeting place. And that's where synagogue worship began in captivity. So one of the reasons why the Jewish people have retained the integrity of their personhood for all these many thousands of years, even now in now in their scattering, they only were regathered in 1948. So for 2,000 years, after essentially 70 AD, the people of God have been scattered again. So what has congealed them? What has kept them together? They, they are people of the book, and they're people of the synagogue, their synagogue worship. And then the people of the lands have always rejected them. Even when the Jews have gone to other countries and tried to assimilate, it seems as if the people of the land have not allowed them to assimilate. What, that's all part of what God's done. So we would look at that as, oh, that's so wrong that they were persecuted and uh, they, they are the, they're ostracized. And yet God has used all of that negativity to help them retain their identity. So here in Jeremiah chapter 24, God is saying the good figs, what's good is what's happened to them because this is going to help them in their walk with me. This is going to help them with their false worship and idolatry. This is going to help them as a people to be humble and to seek me. See, God looks at circumstances way different than you and I do. God looks at circumstances through the lens of how is this going to help us long-term, like eternally, like spiritually. We tend to look at things only as they affect our creature comforts. So, wow, what a teaching about the good figs. Look at verse number six. For I will set mine eyes upon them for good. God says, I'm going to pay, I'm, I'm watching over them. Remember what he said uh, two chapters ago? I'm going to be the good shepherd to them. Uh, I, will, um, I will set mine eyes upon them for good. I will bring them again to this land. I will build them and not pull them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. No, I'm going to give them permanence. I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord. They shall be my people. I will be their God. And they shall return unto me with their own for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. What does that tell me? One thing that happened in part when the people came back from the land of captivity under Zerubbabel back in like 539, 538 BC, but in a, in a much more real sense 
this will happen when the people of God ultimately come back to him. In Zechariah chapter 14, when they ultimately recognize their Messiah, whom they rejected when Jesus came that first time. And then uh, they will have a heart for me. They will know me. Uh, The worship will be genuine and real and inside out. That's what God seeks today. Remember what Jesus said to the woman at the well? The Father seeketh such to worship him, those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, God's, God's not interested in your cold, dark formalities. He's not interested in the way you have habituated religion. No, he, he's interested in your heart. He's always been interested in your heart. And God says, I'm going to use this wilderness time, this captivity time to, to work on, to fertilize the heart of my people. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That, those aren't bad figs. Those are good figs. Look at verse number eight. And as the evil figs, so we talked about the one basket now. Look at the second basket. And as the evil figs, which cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Surely thus saith the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah, king of Judah, and his princes, and the residue of Jerusalem, those that are remaining, and that remain in this land, and then that dwell in the land of Egypt, because some had already been had run to and been captured by Egypt, the other world power, somewhat now secondary to Babylon. Verse number nine, and I will deliver them to be removed unto all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt. Now, interesting that the good figs were they who were in captivity now, who were expressing humility, who would begin to seek God. And God says, this this is actually good for them. It reminds me of Romans 8, 28, right? All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And we see that playing out there in an Old Testament sense. But Zedekiah, the, the implication is, you've not turned to me. You've not allowed the goodness of not being captured, the goodness of my forbearance, the goodness of the temple not being destroyed, as typified by those, the, those baskets of figs in front of the temple. No, you've not, you've not turned to me at all. And so what will ultimately happen is you too will be destroyed, but your destruction will be worse because you won't seek me. It'll be destruction to your hurt, not to your benefit. The Bible says in Romans chapter two that the goodness of God ought to lead us to repentance as we consider. And yet sometimes we just don't see it. Sometimes we just become inured to the presence of God in our life because we're just so full of ourselves. We've seen that in these passages. Look at verse number nine. And I will deliver them to be removed from all into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all places whither I shall drive them. So God says, I'm going to use their testimony too, but not in a way that will be beneficial to them. I will use their testimony too, but not in a way that will feel good for them. No, they will be an example of what happens when you don't repent, when you try God's patience, when you step over that line. See, God ultimately uses every life for his glory. Whether we are, whether it's for our good or not is our choice, really as those that follow the Lord, isn't it? But God, either way, God wins whether without you. 
So either way, so how much better just to do it God's way? How much better to see it from God's perspective? How much better to be humble today, repent today, get right today? And don't don't erroneously look at the circumstances of your life and say, well, good things are happening. I must be right. Bad things happen to him. He must be wrong. No, it might be that God's favor is upon that person in that negative situation because that's what's bringing them close to God and removing the dross of the materialism and the the idolatry that has pervaded us. And, And maybe the fact that nothing's happened to me right now is actually not a good thing. It's a bad thing because it helps me to persist in, causes me to persist in my pride. Look at verse number 10. And I will send the sword, God said, the famine, the pestilence. These are the ways by which Jerusalem ultimately was defeated in 587 among them till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers. The good figs and the bad figs. The good figs, the ripe figs, and the naughty figs. Remember that term? Well, I don't want to be a naughty fig. I want to be somebody who sees beyond the superficiality of, is this comfortable for me, uncomfortable for me? No, Lord, help me to see higher. What are you doing? How is this situation? Maybe a hospital bed. Uh, Maybe a, a rough time at work. Maybe a season of isolation. What, God, what are you doing? And if this is drawing me closer to you, oh Lord, thank you for this captivity. That's it. Verse uh, verse number 10, chapter number 24. We'll uh, enter a brand new chapter next episode. And uh, I know that you'll be here for that, hopefully. And until then, God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.